Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. Well, I'm very excited to have with me in the studio today B. Kasapian. Good afternoon, B. Good afternoon, Jill. Have I pronounced your name correctly? Kasapian, in Kasapian. fact. Kasapian. <laughs> People look Sorry at it that. and then panic and then. <laughs> um, it's just, I cannot believe that you're so lucky that well, you work with food. How amazing is that? It's lovely. I've, it's been my life. I've always wanted to, and I always have. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your background. I know you're a local girl, which is fantastic. <laughs> yes. Well, I, um, I lived in Effingham all my life. I went off to boarding school at 11 and then came back for a year to uh, go up and do what I desperately wanted to do, which was uh, go and train at the Leith School of Food and Wine when I was 18. So I did their diploma course. Very excitedly, came out as their top student mm. and, um, and then uh, left home fast <laughs> and went and had some fun. But everything that I did I was um, just exploring and I just kept on wanting to learn new things, but all based on different things from the sort of chef food world. So I did lots of fun things like being a chalet girl and um, traveling in America and cooking for families and so on. And then it started to get a bit more serious. And I had uh, two amazing years with the Rue Brothers, um, mostly as a chef um, behind the scenes, underground at lots of their different restaurants. And the, only a short three-week stint at the Gavroche. And that was plenty. Yes. Amazing, amazing place. And um, I ran a restaurant um, at a health club for a couple of years. I was trained to show, ran, ran the front and, and back and we cooked everything from scratch and um and then I I guess I, at that point I had met my husband and thought a nine-to-five job would be rather nice <laughs> so um I I was delighted the least school of food wanted wanted me to have him back to teach and uh, very quickly I uh, fell into demonstrating and uh, became a senior teacher and I absolutely loved loved being out front of people and and the show and uh I'm passionate about the school it's it's mm. it, continues it's it's better and better and better so that was uh, my um, background in a nutshell and um then I started having children and funnily enough just at that moment my kind of taste buds went which was a bit mm. alarming and so I backed off but my family came quite quite quickly um the Leiths were great at the end um at the end of my sort of career there I helped I did a cookery book with them a mm. uh, seasonal bible which was great fun and helped them with a chef school TV series. Mm. So uh, that was very exciting. And then I kind of rounded off and I was mum, which I loved being. Mm. And uh, I remain a mum, actually, I should say, shouldn't I? <laughs> and um, But started to get itchy feet again. And funnily enough, I found myself for five years working for a direct sales company called The Pampered Chef, which was slightly mad kitchen utensils of good quality. And I'd never imagined in the world I would do that. But it got me out of the house and actually mm. got me out traveling again and uh, got me excited about food again in a very simple way and um, after five years of that actually I it wasn't wasn't really my thing I wasn't working in family life I needed to be home-based more rather than traveling and um, so I thought the sensible thing to do is to go and train as a um, train as a do a PGC PGC so I could teach in schools yeah. um, which with my Kids, my three teenagers, well, they are teenagers now, um, seem to be the right kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I did my training, actually at Brooklyn's College, I did my teach training. And um, at the end of that, really felt that that wasn't the right thing for me. Mm -hmm. I I was very, um, I learned a huge amount, met some amazing people, um, but um, just thought, no, this is... For me, this is too narrow. I, mm. I, real, I love real food. I, 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 I'm passionate about it. And to be locked into a kind of regime was 
uh, might have paid more, but it was just a bit, mm-hmm. bit rigid for me. Yeah. So um, I thought again, I thought quickly again. And while I was thinking, um, it, this was my younger son was in his last year at primary school. And some friends said, B, we want to learn how to make bread. And I went, right, come, I'll teach you how to make bread. And uh, I did this workshop uh, demonstration and, uh, and they loved it. And I thought, oh, my goodness, actually... I can do this here. Mm. Our house had undergone a transformation, so my kitchen had grown up. <laughs> and um, so I, it's then evolved from there, and I'm thrilled. It's gone through several, several phases. This is year five, and um, it's the most exciting yet. Mm. Well, <clears throat> having attended one of your classes um, for vegan food, and I, don't, you didn't, I can't remember what you described the class as. Well, I c- described it as a vegetarian superfood class That's because right. I just felt that... Um, rightly or wrongly that vegan has a little bit of a sort of scary kind of overtone um, but it is an amazing way to eat mm. so I sort of coax people in on the, the under the vegetarian ethos and when they're there I say well actually <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think it's a, there's just a sort of bit of misunderstanding and I think it's so important to know about vegan mm. food particularly for those of us sort of mums that have teenage daughters who um, tend to have an inkling to go down that yeah. route without the understanding. So yeah. I think it's a very exciting subject to know about. Yes, no, well, and the class was wonderful. And in fact, I was talking to someone about it today. One of my guests in a few weeks' time is um, Louise Simpson, who's from the Vegan Society. Oh, okay. So, um, I agree with you. I think eating in the vegan way is the healthiest way you can eat. Yes. An amazingly healthy way to eat. Um, okay, well, that, that's absolutely fascinating to know what your background is. I know and and you know that veganism is probably, well, is the healthiest way to eat. There's no two ways about it. But tell us why you think good nutrition is so important. Well, it's it's a very personal, probably, really, for me, because I've, you know, um, I've got to 50 and I've been through a few years and ups and downs. And I've been through a cycle, like possibly many of us, um, of just not feeling great and going to the GP. And being told, well, you're fine. Mm. And thinking, well, I don't think I'm fine, but, um, well, okay, we'll carry on. And uh, with that cycle just sort of going on over years um, and realizing that my kind of down patches were sort of going longer than shorter, mm. um, I was scrabbling around and um, started to just do my own work on myself. And so it was a gradual process of getting fitter in different ways, trying different types of exercises. And um, I would say in the last... Uh, four years, um, my kind of mission and realization that actually, if I looked after myself and ate well, uh, understanding what eating well was, I could make myself better. Mm. And not only that, there was my, one of my worst patches. I was really down for about three months. Now, if I get unwell, I go, oh, I get unwell. I do the right thing. And I'm kind of recovered in three days, yeah. not three months. Yeah. And that's just amazing. And when I, I really understood that I had I had learnt how to do that myself. It was really powerful. And mm. um, so I'm just basing on that. And I, I'm passionate about just reading people that have been through these difficult times and which path they've followed and, and who, which gurus they look at and so on. So while I have very simple uh, nutritional qualifications, I've done a, a brilliant uh, short course up at the College of Natural Medicine. And I go to as many um, short lectures as I can that fit into my life um, I'm just learning all the time from the gurus and um, it works and my clients seem to be benefiting from it as well, which is the most important thing. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. Good nutrition really does energize you and you, you just feel so so different, so yes. different. And you, yes. once you've been doing it a while, I think if you then 
suddenly get tempted to have something you might have eaten before Mm. two things can happen one is you realize actually it doesn't taste very nice at all yes amazing yes (laughs) and then secondly the next day you feel awful yes you just don't feel right Yes. So, um, so it, you know, it, t- it takes time, but you, you learn, you get better at it. Yeah, you get much You really better, get better, better at it. And uh, your body kind of tells you more instinctively what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that besides your, your great workshops, you also have your vitality group. Yes. Tell us yes. about that. Well, I just, I, I think I just felt a bit of a calling for that. I, so I do my, um, do my workshops, but I am on my demonstrations. So I can take about up to about 20 people for my demonstrations. And all my demonstrations have become now gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free standard. We, we definitely give you coffee, but we have fantastic mm-hmm. coffee. We make ginger and turmeric tea and all sorts of things. But so in all my demonstrations, I follow those principles, but I don't sort of go overboard about it. So I think if you came and weren't expecting it, you wouldn't particularly realize. You yes. would just have a lovely meal and then you go, and I'd sort of say, well, it happens to be. Um, but um, through these events and my delicious diva evenings and so on, um, I always I drop comments about the, the ingredients I'm using and why I'm using them. And then the questions just start coming. And they always go on a bit longer than they should. I'm my poor clients, but see, they seem to come back. Um, and with the questions people were asking me, I thought, and the journey I was following, I just thought, I think I, I could do something else here. So just one, it was November a couple of years ago, I just asked a group that were with me, I said, I've been thinking about doing this vitality group, which is based on the principles that I, I follow myself. And is anybody interested? I think I, I think I should do it once a month. And, and all these hands shot mm-hmm. into the air. And I thought, oh, okay. So, um, so it got off the ground, and I um, so I started it on a Saturday morning, nine till eleven. And the theory was that it should be very simple for me to run. It shouldn't be all of bells and whistles of my sort of standard demonstrations. It'd be very easy for people to come to, very simple for me to set up, and it should be very cost effective. People weren't there was no obstacle, and um, off off we went, and it was very me <laughs> and I said well uh anybody who'd like to come half an hour early we're going to do a power walk <laughs> so that was the first bit but you don't have to and then when you arrive we give you ginger and turmeric tea which is um it was the Hemsley sisters who brought that to life quite recently amazing stuff and so no caffeine and then I will do um three really fast recipes that are really relevant to the weather this week this month and this week, the seasonal, um, but there should be really uh, fit into your life, whether you've got a family or it's just you or you're, you need lunch to go. Um, there'll always be probably some kind of smoothie drink thing or soup, uh, some kind of main course or with salad and some kind of treat at some level. And, um, and then along that sort of, I ended up adding in my kind of holistic bit of the month, uh, which it can be anything. It's, it's, often it's somebody I've met who's inspired me in something or it's, you know, how I'm feeling. Um, you know, are you, you know, you, are you worked up because it's Christmas? Do you need to do some calming things? This is a book I've used. This is a something. This is what I do. I mean, countless times I'm lying on my kitchen counter with a <laughs> pillow showing people how to breathe for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and um, so that, that was it. And then it got... Um, it got too busy for my kitchen, so I started it on a Friday morning as well. So I ran it on a Friday and a Saturday morning. And um, and then my house just started getting a bit too busy, and my teenagers, who are now 15, 17, and 19, started quietly objecting. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a very amusing <laughs> instant. It made us all laugh, but... Um, um, 
I said to my clients, do you know what? Enough's enough. Uh, we're going, we're moving. So we now, I've made a big move to a beautiful local location. and um, which, which I've been to. Which and, is and, lovely. And, I, and we're actually running out of time. Oh my goodness. But um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah it, is, it is wonderful at your new location. And, and I've now joined your group because I just think it's, it's lovely. I came to one and, uh, and it's so informative. So I think the best thing we can do is to tell people where they can get more information about the Vitality Group and your workshops. Absolutely. So uh, beinthekitchen.co.uk is my website. You can email me directly, info at being, uh, that's a new, new address, info at beinthekitchen.co.uk. And um, all the information is on there. And I'm very excited, just discussing with my accountant this morning, that I, I'm really planning to take uh, the Vitality Group live. So mm-hmm. if you can't get to this one Thursday evening, that actually you can sign up um, to have a sort of online program and watch it. We did one uh, Facebook Live last month and it worked very well. So we're going to take that into a members group so that if you can't get there, you can still do it and be very much part of the group, which I think will be very exciting. I do think that's so exciting and such an amazing service to have in the local community. So thank you so much for coming in to talk to us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.